0: Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. Aguero. Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod where we plough through those bookmaking haystacks to find those nestling needled nuggets of value. Jimmy Buckley with you this Wednesday, August the thirty first, which means the last day of winter. Certainly something to celebrate in the nation's capital. And it means footy finals are tantalisingly close, in fact merely a day away when it comes to AFL where the Richmond Tigers travel to the Gabba on Thursday to square off against the Brisbane Lions in an elimination final, kick-starting an eagerly anticipated final series for the Australian game, but our attention today is on Rugby League, the final round of the regular season ahead of an equally gargantuan final series next month. Leading clubs are caught in that somewhat enviable position of being able to rest players ahead of the serious stuff that is to come, and the likes of Penrith, South Sydney and the Roosters are all in roster preservation mode this weekend, which has certainly flagged a few fascinating indicators on the racing and sports ratings. Joining me to break down round 25 and throw ahead to the final series is NRL tragic and senior racing and sports analyst Simon DiNopoulos. Welcome back, mate.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me back, mate. Very much looking forward to this week. I wouldn't say it's got an Aguero feel, but it's getting there, the NRL finals.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. It's building up very, very nicely. I don't think I can remember a final series where so many bottom half of the top eight teams are in such good form. And you're off to Leichhardt Oval this weekend. Is that right? Yeah, mate. So we'll
1: know our fate pre-game. Part of me wants it to matter. I feel like I want us to win. I feel like I want us... Need to win. I was speaking to my mum earlier in the week. She says I'm mad. She already feels sick about the prospect of having to go to Leichhardt and have to win, but very much looking forward to it. As you said, we'll know our fate. And you're going to be very interested in the Dragons-Brisbane game, having snapped up the $10 about Brisbane to miss the eight. How are you feeling going into the week?
0: Oh, fairly confident, to be honest with you. (laughs) What have they conceded? About 110 points in the last two weeks at home. They're in all sorts. Look... How about we start with that game purely because uh, it's come up on the racing and sports ratings. The Dragons, the home side, currently $2.40 with Neds and the Brisbane Broncos at a super skinny $1.58. Adam Reynolds is back in the Broncos lineup. What are the ratings telling us here, Simon?
1: So not a lot between these two teams. On the two models we have is ELO and our player ratings. So ELO, when you look at their team ratings, are very... Very minimal difference between the two. When you factor in home ground advantage, it does swing to St George's favour. Obviously, the current market has Brisbane a dollar sixty, as you mentioned, St George two forty. But we price it closer to two o five, a dollar ninety. So the value for us certainly lies with the Dragons. And you'd have to think Hook's going to be pretty pumped to keep Brisbane out of the eight, isn't
0: he? I remember we looked at this about a month ago, and uh, we figured this should. Be a game that that could well matter. And I can tell you, St. George are going to want nothing more than to end Brisbane's season, and they've got a chance to do so. I think you bang on, the Dragons are going to be fired up. They're going to come out, they're going to be motivated. Brisbane, in theory, should be, but geez, they've got some improvement to do if they want to get anywhere near the Dragons. That looks fantastic. $2.40 right now, I'd be lapping that up.
1: I think so, at home, definitely. And all the talk out of the camp at Brisbane is they're all gassed. So are they even going to be able to get up? It's the final game of the season, but. They don't look like they care.
0: It's that funny time of year. I mean, if they were to somehow make it into the, the top eight and just for the sake of the exercise right now, they're, they're currently paying $6 with Neds to finish in the top eight. So like you say, that would require Brisbane to beat St George Illawarra and for the West Tigers to beat the Canberra Raiders on Sunday afternoon at Leichhardt Oval.
1: And a big swing for and against too.
0: Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, they, the Raiders actually helped themselves out last week. They, they got into positive territory. I never thought I'd see the day...
1: As a Raiders tragic, such as yourself, I had us as morals of getting beat last week. (laughs) It was put on a platter for us and I'm like, these are the games we just lose. And we came out and absolutely thumped Manly, who are dead set in all sorts since the Rainbow saga. They have gone backwards at a rate of knots, but great to see the Raiders do it. Can we do anything in the finals? Probably not, but I don't think we're a team you want to play necessarily. Our forward pack, if Tapani and Papa Lee turn up on the day I think they're probably the best front row pairing in the finals and it would be very intriguing we have beaten the teams we're likely to face
0: yeah we have and if Melbourne happen to finish fifth then we get to go down there and play the storm at our home away from home exactly so we'll see what happens a couple of other games Simon that the ratings have kind of honed in on for us this weekend can you take us through those
1: yeah, mate. So we did mention Manly being in all sorts since the Rainbow Saga, but we're with them on both ratings. So Elo has Manly favourite, and the player ratings has it a slight twist to Manly, so a dollar ninety-four to two hundred five, whereas the current market a dollar fifty to two sixty takes a lot of faith to have that bet because they they look horrendous. But I think the player rating certainly highlights the fact that they do have a good team. It's just they're probably not all there at the moment, but. If Cherry Evans wants to turn it on in the last round of the year, the Bulldogs don't really have much. So there probably is, I can understand if people don't want to take that bet, but in terms of player for player, Manly are the better team. And if they turn up on the day, well, they should beat the Bulldogs.
0: And $2.60 about Manly with Ned's at the moment. It's a reasonable price to to just have a little something and find out. Well, you'll know after 10 minutes. (laughs) You will. So there you go, one of the less important games of the round, but potentially some value there. And uh, what else are the ratings telling us at this point?
1: Well, the Gold Coast against the Warriors, uh, the current market is quite lopsided towards the New Zealand Warriors. So the market firmly in the favour of the Warriors at home, but our player ratings have Gold Coast on top. So player for player, a big factor of that is actually AJ Brimson. He has a very high rating in terms of how important he is to his team and when he's in form, the Gold Coast wins. So last game of the year, both teams looking to sign out on a winning note on what has been, I guess, a disappointing season for both. And the edge for us is with the Titans to beat the Warriors.
0: And again, you get $2.60 with Neds about the Gold Coast Titans to go over there and beat the New Zealand Warriors who are probably a bit skinny there at $1.50. We talk about bad bets. Taking $1.50 about the Warriors. What did we take there about a month ago? I think we got $2.60 or something about the Warriors to beat Canterbury.
1: Yeah, they're like the nature strip. So <laughs> you, you don't want to be taking them as favourite Yeah, ever in any multi. Do not
0: take the Warriors as favourite. Sage advice there. Simon, I'm, I'm keen to get your opinion, your personal opinion, on this Roosters-South Sydney clash and how important this is and how both teams are going to approach it. And you think that tomorrow night's game between... Melbourne and Parramatta might have a bearing on this
1: Yeah I think massive So as it currently stands South and the Roosters are both 6th and 7th Four and against the only difference on 30 points Parramatta's running 5th On 32, Melbourne on 32 They'll play Thursday night So the top 4 is going to be 34 points So neither Roosters or South can make the top 4 But If Parra get beat And obviously one of the Roosters or South Will win, they'll actually jump to 5th On four and against so then they get a home semi against the Raiders cuz we're assuming Raiders are going to run top 8 and then the other team will play Para. So that's the big clincher. If Para lose, I think both teams will be full strength. If Para win, it'd be interesting to see how they want to play it in terms of do they would they rather play each other the following week?
0: Yeah, so it sounds like the motivation here is almost avoiding each other in that first week of the finals, which is probably fair enough. I mean, these are two of the sides that I kind of alluded to when I said that some of these bottom half of the eight teams are playing incredible footy right now. I mean, jeez, you would not want to run into the Roosters. No. The way they're going. And Victor South, Radley, a
1: massive out though.
0: Yeah, geez, that was... That was harrowing to see
1: Hard to watch, yeah. Yeah. I'm annoyed they actually kept it on for so long.
0: But, I mean, just at the moment, South Sydney $2.02 with Ned's and the Roosters $1.80, so I think a bit of money has come in for the Roosters. They are regardless going to be without Daniel Tupo, Lindsay Collins and Radley, as you mentioned. Campbell Graham sitting this one out for South's and... Like you say, I think uh, if there is no prospect of finishing fifth, then Latrell might have a spell as well. Although I think Demetria was fairly strong on it yesterday that he would play this weekend, no matter what. So we'll see. Coming back to it,
1: Melbourne also on 32, but their for and against is so much, it's impossible for South or Roosters to jump them. Yeah. So if Para wins, South and Roosters definitely play each other next week. How would you want to approach it? So they'll know tomorrow night... They're definitely either going to play South or there's a prospect of playing the Raiders. I mean, you probably want to play South. You don't want to run into the Raiders. No way. Finals team. No way. But if you knew you were going to play each other next week, would you rest players or would you try and get the mental edge a week out?
0: Nah, I'm not really in the rest players camp so much. So I would probably just go out there with my best available team Yeah, and try and make a statement. Try and craft a win and get a bit of momentum and confidence and maybe psychological advantage going into the following week. I just think if you go down that path of resting players, it's, it's a bit like if you play soccer and you go half-hearted into a tackle, you're probably going to break your leg. Well, you're more likely to break your leg. Mm. You know, you've got to go in full-blooded, commit 100%, and you're probably going to have a better outcome. I think it can be the same. If you start to rest players and just get a little bit fancy and a little bit cheeky, then it can potentially come back and bite you. I mean, it's only a week, but still, a week off, 14 days is a lot different to a seven-day break, and and it is possible just to to lose a little something in terms of match day fitness, match day edge.
1: I'll play devil's advocate. So the upside of not playing Luttrell on the weekend, if they beat them without Luttrell, and then he comes into the team the following week, the camp is just overawed whereas that's what you can gain by resting players if you can rest players and win because the thing is the players that are going to come into the team in their place they're going to want to do a good job going into the finals because if an injury happens they want to be first picked so they're going to be up for it and if you're able to then beat the team on the weekend with your lesser team all of a sudden you're gung-ho going into the final so there's two ways you can look at it I feel Latrell will want to play he hates the Roosters he'll never say it, but of course he does they got rid of him and he's found a home at South. I've never seen him happier. We've touched on it before on social media. He's up and about. There's no way he will not want to play. So I, I don't think it'll happen. I think they'll want to play. And I guess if both teams are full strength, will you get the mental edge as well?
0: Yeah, well, that's a good point. So maybe that psychological edge is stronger if you do win with a slightly weakened team.
1: Say both teams are full strength. Who do you want? South Sydney. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. I hate the Roosters.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Roosters, let's be honest. I don't know. I mean, there's almost shades of 2002 about this rooster side. I think they might have won nine straight to win the comp that year. Yeah. A 35-year-old Ricky Stewart in his first year as a coach took them all the way. They might have finished fourth or fifth that season, I think, and they were unstoppable. But South, I do like very much what South Sydney is doing right now. And they are peaking at the right time. Good to see Katie Walker finding a bit of form too. Mm,
1: He's starting to run hot at the right time of year.
0: Yeah, in recent times. going to be fascinating. Now, I want to ask you here, Sim, I'm going to give you the option to back two sides with Neds to win the comp from here. Yep. Penrith $2.15. No. Bearing in mind, this is a Penrith side that beat our Sydney a couple of weeks ago without their halves. I know, but I hate Penrith. (laughs) Uh, Melbourne Storm $6, Sydney Roosters $8, Cronulla Sharks $8, Parramatta $11, North Queensland $13, Souths $15 and the Raiders at $81. And for all of those Brisbane Broncos fans out there, $251 about the Broncos to win the comp from here.
1: Tell you what, that's unders.
0: <laughs> I reckon it might be. But if you had two to back, who would you be taking?
1: See, I reckon going through Souths team, there is holes. They don't have the complete team. So I think for them to go deep, it's not going to happen. Not if you're going to run into a team like Penrith, who obviously a favourite, understandably. You can never write off Melbourne, but I think they're just starting to show signs of not having the depth chart that they've had in recent years. You know, last year they had Nico Hines coming in. This year they got Nick Meany. No disrespect to Nick Meany, but obviously you can see the difference in calibre of player. I wouldn't write them off. I reckon the best Ruffy or the best outsider, away from Penrith, because obviously Penrith are the team to beat. But I reckon Parramatta have got everyone right where they want them. They've beat all the top teams, no one's given them a chance, and they probably have the most solid team across the park away from Penrith. The Roosters, I think Victor Radley's a massive out. The way he'd shore up the middle there, that's really going to hurt them. And if how long is Drew Hutchison staying in the centres?
0: I will point out that you've failed to mention the Cronulla Sharks and the North Queensland Cowboys. Yeah, the I, second and third team.
1: Yeah, they're no chance. They're good teams, but I I can't see them. They come up head to head with Melbourne or Penrith in a final situation. I don't think they have the players to
0: win. That's a fair point. And, and Parramatta's a very good point. I mean, if they do happen to beat the Storm on Thursday night and then they, they get Penrith in the first week of the finals, they've beaten them twice this year, they could be straight through to a prelim before – anyone's blinked an eye, and then it is absolutely game on.
1: Well, they seem to have the mental edge, don't they, over Penrith. They're the only team that does in terms of they actually go out and believe they can beat Penrith. Teams will want to tell you they believe they can beat Penrith, but deep down they know everything has to go their way, whereas Parroth think they can beat them heads up. No worries. And the interesting one for me is Wonga Blake always puts it over him every time he plays Penrith. And I reckon it's big brother syndrome. When he was coming through at Penrith – and all the young blokes coming through that are there now, he was putting it over him then. And so he sort of got that mental edge. He gives Stephen Crichton a bath every time they play, like just puts it over him. And they were robbed last year, Para in the finals. And as you know, you got salary cap windows. This is coming to the end of Paris. This is their last chance. They're losing too many players next year to really mount a challenge. So this is their time. And we spoke about Parramatta, I reckon, a few weeks ago, and I said they didn't have an X-factor. They didn't have the game-breaker. Dylan Brown is becoming that game-breaker. So their forward pack is elite. Sean Lane's getting better every week. And as for Cronulla and the Cowboys, Para just have a better team, I think, of individual players. Both Cronulla and the North Queensland Cowboys are good teams, but I think they lack that individual flair, whereas Parramatta do have players. I'm not his biggest fan, Mitch Moses. But when he's on, you struggle to find a better half in the game, and he is so influential to that team. And then you've got Dylan Brown, so yeah, I reckon Parramatta are probably the value, Penrith are the obvious, and you can't be you can't be riding off
0: the storm. Yeah, okay, so Parramatta at eleven dollars—that's not a bad shit. That's
1: much about the Stumps, and if they beat Melbourne, they're in the top four, as you touched on. They play Penrith first round. All of a sudden, yeah, it can go, it can fall their way, and they'll be up if they beat Melbourne at home. And then go into the finals in fourth off a few big wins. They're very good front runners, Para. I want them to beat Melbourne because I reckon Penrith Para
0: first round. That'd be awesome. So does that mean the Raiders will get Para in the prelim? It does. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, Simon. We might leave it there. Thank you very much once again for your hold expertise. on, hold on, hold on. We didn't get your picks, of course. Okay, yeah. if I'm picking two, as per the exercise, I am picking the Penrith Panthers, and I'm going to end up with last year's grand final. The Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah. So after all that, after twenty-five rounds, it's going to be the same grand final in my mind, but we'll see. But Latrell plays. Latrell plays, and maybe they get their revenge. But I think fifteen dollars about South, so That's a reasonable throw at the Stumps. So the whole you got to you know you got to finish top four to win the thing. That's certainly a very valid argument. But I just think this year the likes of South Sydney, Parramatta, the Roosters. They're coming in to a final series in red hot form, and I think it's pretty wide open. I mean, even the Raiders could cause a bit of damage on their day, on their night. I don't know if they can do it four games in a row, but they could knock out one of the big dogs.
1: The I suppose we didn't touch on it earlier, but the big bearing sharks and the Cowboys will definitely play each other regardless of results this weekend. But the home ground semi is up for grabs. So Cowboys have got to walk over this week, and then Cronulla they would probably want to have rested players, but now they have to play to hold that second spot, they get the home semi. So that's another intriguing final round matchup for that because I thought Sharks or Cowboys would go out straight sets, but they're going to play each other. So one of them's going to get through. So you want to be on that side of the draw, I reckon. You definitely don't want to be on the other side. So I reckon there's going to be an easy way in to the grand final through that corridor, Cowboys-Cronulla. So we'll wait and see.
0: That is a huge point that you make because Cronulla-North Queensland, the loser of that game will probably face the Roosters or the Rabbitohs. Yeah, good luck. You want to be winning that first week. Yeah, I'd say
1: whoever loses out of Sharks and Cowboys will go out straight sets. Yes. They'll go loss-loss, they're gone.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then whoever wins will get beat in the next game anyway.
0: In the prelim. Jeez, it's a fascinating final series. Sorry to all the Sharks
1: and Cowboys fans out there. <laughs> I think they know deep down, though. They've yeah. both overachieved this year, and they'll be even better next year. They're like the horse who runs well in the Everest and next year will win it. You know, they've done really well. No one expected them to do as well as they have, especially the Cowboys. But I think they're going to come up short when it comes to the crunch time.
0: Yeah, plenty to look forward to, I think, over the coming years for Cowboys and Sharks fans. Enjoy Leichhardt Oval.
1: Can't wait. It's the best. Sunday, Arvo. I haven't looked at the weather in Sydney, but after speaking to the old man, it hasn't stopped raining for two years, he (laughs) reckons. But we'll be out on the hill, get there early. There's no better place to watch rugby league.
0: Thank you, mate. We'll hear your voice later in the week with some of the racing podcasts, of course, with the Spring Carnival just around the corner.
1: Yeah, pumped. We've got the punters preamble on Thursday, actually. Uh, We might drop it on Friday, but we'll be recording it on Thursday. And, yeah, all the good horses are back. Still waiting to
0: see a good three-year-old emerge. Hasn't happened yet, but looking forward to it. And we'll be back on Friday with Ken Rutherford to talk the round ball game. Until then, happy punting.